Fit for Life Radio, episode number 71. Back at you this week, Gary here. And Will. And Will. Hi! And today, we are going to dig in on stress. Good stress, bad stress. All stress. What is stress? Stress that's the best. A little bit about all the rest. Damn. Got to get it off my chest. Is that what we're doing today? <laughs> Flowing off the cuff. I don't have that in me. Not right. anymore. So, one of the things we spend a lot of time explaining to people. A lot of time. A lot of time. A lot, a lot of time. And on social media, I have like my personal Facebook. This is like most of my posts is talking about how you can't, you don't have to, you shouldn't train. Hashtag beast mode. All the time. All the time. Now, you can, as you'll learn, if you wanted to do that and benefit from it, you almost have to have no other stress existing in your life. You mean like a pro athlete? Yeah, where it's like, yeah, you make millions of dollars. You're getting paid to train and recover. To be stressed, train, (laughs) and then then you're also getting paid essentially to go chill out, play video games, relax. Eat the best um, food. Sleep 10 hours a night. So... Most of us, be it really beyond you know, our younger age, maybe, and we could maybe get away with this when we were in our early 20s. And For sure. I think every, most people can. And that's but where we... once you start having grown-up stuff, adulting. Once adulting starts to happen... It's all downhill, you know? So things like, you know, bills. A house. Kids. Car payment. Health insurance. Seven dogs. That's not, is that really a stress though? (laughs) It's a good stress. Good stress. Um, All right, so understand that our body kind of recognizes stress all the same. Our elastic, elastic. Allostatic. 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 Stress load. So think of it as, instead of fancy words, you have one bucket. One single stress bucket that everything That's your stress bucket, right? Whether it's, oh, you trained really hard, did a super high intensity workout, that can be a good stress, which mm-hmm. we'll get into, but still goes in our stress bucket. You've got 2,000 emails you need to reply to, and just thinking about them stresses you out. That also goes in the stress bucket. Yep. Now, we do need some stress. We, that's how we grow. Yeah, right? you have like, to have it. You apply stress, and then you recover from it and get a little bit... And hopefully you're better because of it. Better off. But the key is you have to be able to recover from it, right? So... A workout, any workout, is going to be some amount of stress yeah. applied. And then your ability to recover from it is what's really going to dictate if it was a good stress or a bad stress. For sure. So if you have, you know, a good balance, you're, you're going you're gonna to be, you know, feeling all right. But then when you start to get what, you know, where everything, you probably get that zombie-like feeling, Everything. I mean, you're, the weather's stressing you out. Your your commute is stressing you out. You know, anything people say, you kind of get snappy and all of that. Like, yep, you're probably not recovering. So that's where, and again, some of that stuff you're not going to be able to eliminate, right? If it's like, oh yeah, there's some things that are out of your control, yeah, and they're like, going to be there for the most part, no matter what. The responsibilities of yeah. being a parent. Exactly. Back, you know, your job. You can't just, ba- can't just balance. So that's where your exercise you can control. 
Yes. And trying to go every time you exercise and do the most high intensity thing, you know, super high intensity resistance training with little rest and super high intensity intervals and hard runs, long runs, all these things are very stressful. Yes. And they're just going to add to all your other stress. And that then you have two types of kind of states that your nervous system's in. Sympathetic. And then? Which, so sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic is like your heightened, we'll say aroused state for lack of a better word, where like your heart rate's up, um, you're alert, you're kind of ready for action, which is like what you want before you're about to work out or, you know, do something physical or even just like a, um, a strenuous mental task. Like if you're about to take a test, you might be a little bit more sympathetic. And then parasympathetic is going to be the complete opposite, which is our rest, relax, repair, which almost like a, a Zen-like state. Not that you have to, you know, meditate or anything like that, but getting to that, you know, lower level where your heart rate's down, your blood pressure's down, you're just more chill, your body's in a, a better state to repair itself from all of that stress. And you need a balance between both of those states, yeah. sympathetic and, and parasympathetic. And you have to understand, so if we hopefully established that the main thing that distinguishes good from bad stress is how well the stress is you know, able to recover from. But so to recover, you need to enter that parasympathetic state. The problem is most people never even enter it. No, from the time, they just live in sympathetic. Yeah, from the time you wake to the time you're trying to fall asleep all day, you are literally in fight or flight. And we're not designed to do that. You have to find ways to enter this parasympathetic rest and digest state. I think it might be interesting to go over a couple of things that keep you in that state, just because some people might not be aware. Like, yeah, oh, so, I don't feel stressed when I'm doing so this. So that's where your exercise needs to, I mean, you can use it to help you do this. And why for most people, just going, you know, hashtag beast mode all the time is not helping the cause, right? right? So you don't want every workout to be um, hashtag beast mode. So you want to have kind of a mix. So yeah, have some high intensity, a little bit of high intensity intervals if you want, or a little bit of, you know, high intensity resistance training, but you also want to do, do these things to help enter a parasympathetic state, which are typically going to be lower intensity restorative type exercise, right? So like walking outside in the sunshine, yoga, gentle mobility, swimming, obviously like, you know, easy yeah, anything that really your, your heart rate doesn't get up very high, yeah, but you're still a casual, moving around. Casual bike ride, casual yeah. hike. So essentially for most people, it's going to be just go for a walk. Yeah. That's right. And you have to way. understand that can feel like, oh, I'm, I'm slacking. I'm not, you know, like, but it's literally helping you recover from the high intensity stuff. It's, it may be the only way you actually can benefit from those things. Because yeah. if you're not recovering, Nothing good's happening. Yeah. You're just making yourself tired all the time. And exactly. Run down. And eventually, like, you have to, you got to pay the bill on that if you're always wearing yourself down. And then maybe a, a way to think about it is that those, those restful activities make your ability to execute your high-intensity activities, your ability will be better. Like, yep. you're going to be stronger. You're going to be able to go a little bit harder, but only if you're able to, you know, go between the two areas, you yep. know, your, your intense and your, your restful activities. So, so, you know, they kind of need each other. Yeah. So you have to tell yourself and allow yourself to believe that 
doing gentle, easy exercise is going to help lower your stress, improve your recovery, and in turn, improve your intense lifting and your intense exercise. Like, literally, it's going to help. You need you, it. You have to trust that, um, especially, and you need it more so if you have a super stressful life. Yeah. And tons of other stress. And just in, I think I always harp on this when we talk about stress, but you can still be under a bunch of different stressors, even if you don't feel like this acute you know, high intensity stress at once. Cause some people are like, Oh, I don't, you know, feel stressed all the time or anything, but you have this low level of, you know, emails need to be checked. The kids got to be picked up. You know, I got to pay the bills, all that kind of stuff contributes. So don't write all of that off. Cause it doesn't feel like, you know, an imminent, you know, danger to your life. You're still feeling that stress, whether you, you know, feel like your life's in danger mm-hmm. or not. That's all I'm saying. And you may be someone who just cannot you have like do the easier exercise like you just so it might have to be well then don't even exercise for that day go read a book mm-hmm. right take a bath like it just needs to be something that helps you get into that rest or digest parasympathetic state yes um, and exercise can be a tool easy gentle exercise but if you just struggle you have to do something to balance. Mm-hmm that load and get into that parasympathetic state. Yeah. And something I know we all kind of fall into, like we all go for walks all the time, you know, whether it's you walking the dog, me walking the dog, but um, Diego goes, does his walk tanning, but all of us have that as like our not lifting activity. I mean, none of Mm -hmm. us run, none of us do really anything high intensity. We don't do any like, I don't know, uh, spin class or anything crazy like that. We lift weights and we go for a walk. I mean, when it's really nice, like I'm a big fan of going for bike rides. And actually, you, mm-hmm. you are too. So like, dude, summertime, go for like a nice bike ride with, you know, your friends, loved ones, whatever. And just like chill and enjoy nature. You yeah. know, those are, you know, some of my favorite things to do. Um, and not feeling like you got to be in that, yeah. you know, pro football player state of mind all the time. Yeah. And realize that if you want to you enjoy and want to do some of those more stressful activities, yeah, then you need to have more recovery activities and make sure you're entering that parasympathetic yes. state to balance it out. Yeah, because um, we're not saying don't do them, but realize that you've got to have that balance and you know you have to be able to recover from it or you're going to hit a point where you, know, you can't do it because you're just worn out or you're tired or you're hurt or you know, all of the above. Um, so just take, take note of you know, your, the amount of stressful activities you do versus the number of you know, easy activities. Yep. And we've really touched on this a lot of times throughout other podcasts. We might have even done an episode on it before, but it's just something that always comes up. And the more time doing this, the more we just see it as a common roadblock, yes. an obstacle. So um, yeah. it just has to keep being addressed, has to keep being drilled in. We're going to keep drilling until... Yeah, people are going to always lean towards... The stressed approach. More, 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 Because more, that's more. what's, if anything, is what's kind of promoted and people think they need to be doing. It you is, know? though. Like, if you have any free time, well, I need to fill it. I need to have, everything needs to be scheduled. I, we need more activities. Mm-hmm. We need more this. We, but think we about it. We need more noise. Even now, something that's probably like a vacation becomes stressful. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, we need to fill this vacation with an itinerary of every single minute what we're going to be and doing. We have to go to all these places and do all these mm-hmm. activities that I saw on Instagram and yep, pack a perfect list and do yes. all this and do all that. 
when then people come back from vacation like not recovered. Yeah, I'm more stressed than I was before. My favorite thing is when we go places, we have like one or two things that we want to do. And then from there, dude, we just freestyle, which is actually not very characteristic of Whitney being like a list person and very type A. But, dude, we just freewheel and wherever we end up, we end up and it makes for the best vacations of all time. So I highly recommend that to anybody that, you know, maybe has a vacation upcoming. Just like see where the wind takes you after you've done your one or two things that you want to do and you'll actually have a really good time and be recovered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. So hopefully... You, well, we're all stressors, yeah. but when you get caught up in like your stress and wanting to, oh, I feel stressed. I need to almost chase this stress feeling by doing more stressful workouts, and there's no point of doing anything easy or, or lower intensity. Just take away like from this episode. Yes, there is, and it actually helps me do more of those things if I want to, and actually benefit from them. And yeah. the easy way is more walking, yeah. right? Or, or just whatever you need to do to relax um, and balance that out with your, your stressful workouts and, you know, stressful lifestyle stuff. Yeah. And make time for those. Like, you have to make time for your relaxation, which is easy for somebody that, like, doesn't have kids to say, but, like, you still need to find something that gives you that, that breath, that break. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, otherwise you're going to overfill your bucket. Yep. And I know for me, so the way I do it, so we'll talk about, uh, I'll talk about how I do it. And mm -hmm. then even at the gym, how we program. Yep. <clears throat> so me personally, I try not to have more than two. Well, I try not to, I don't have more than two kind of workout days in a row. Mm -hmm. And I really only like that at one point in the week. So for example, right now I train four days a week you know, resistance training, like pushing it. So that's, you know, high intensity, stressful activity, Monday, Tuesday. So those are the back to back. Mm -hmm. Then Wednesday is off and just go for a walk. Thursday, train again. Friday off. Saturday, train. Sunday off, mm -hmm. right? So I'm getting uh, most days, you know, getting the off days. And off days, I go for a walk. So just, again, um, or do nothing, chill out just sit yeah <laughs> one of the days i go grocery shopping which i enjoy i actually don't mind that either i do um, it after we record this so yeah so it's you know balancing balancing that kind of stuff and and then even then and i have the luxury to do this not everyone does i understand in my day i kind of have a little break in the middle of the day and i train so i do some work stuff in the morning mm -hmm. go train late morning then i'll come sit down have lunch you know, eat lunch while doing nothing else, no work stuff, and then kind of just relax, like maybe read some Washington football team news. <laughs> Doesn't that stress you out, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm used to it now. I just expect losing. Uh, so, but yeah, just relax, read. Take a nap. So, that, so right there, I'm going, I know I went from, you know, that sympathetic state of training. So I'm literally do, f making sure I do a parasympathetic thing within that day. To kind of oh let's flip this switch mm -hmm. let's put me into another into a, a relaxation state um, and kind of helps start that recovery process yeah um, and oh, I like that. and again I'm about to say this earlier so I mentioned eating of course 
eating can be stressful too. This is a whole, whole other thing. Yeah, this if is you're the type podcast. of person who's always like, I have to eat perfect and every little thing's going to kill me. And, and you might think, whatever, a carb is bad. And then if you're eating a carb and you're stressed while you're eating it, then eating literally becomes a sympathetic yeah. act stressful. When it should be activity. the complete opposite. So a lot of times you may notice, you ever notice when you're worried and stressed about everything you're eating, how your stomach... You have digestive issues and mm-hmm. all that, but then maybe you go have a meal with your family where you're not thinking and you just sit down and you have good conversation and you're relaxed and, and you're, you're enjoying it and you have great digestion, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's what your, your, the state your body wants to be in and it helps encourage, again, parasympathetic, rest and digest. Yep. You need that relaxed state. Um, yeah. So like something else people might notice too, like if you go on vacation, some people go on vacation and they have a great time. They're like, man, I ate everything, just didn't really care, had a good time. And they get back and no issues, you know, digestively. But they're like, oh, yeah, I lost like two pounds because you're just chilling, man. And I'm not saying like that's how you should live your life and eat whatever. But because their level of stress was so low, yeah. like they were good, you know, versus being stressed every meal because you're so worried about every single thing on your plate. Um, that's also not a good you, place yeah. to be in. Like that's where I see people who... They just stress over all their – they read all the stuff that makes every – you can Every food is going to kill you. Yeah, you can find anything. You can find someone that says carbs are bad, someone that says carbs are good. Fats are bad, fats are good. Vegetables are bad, vegetables Those are good. good. Animal food is bad, animal food – so yeah, at some point, you just, if you're one of those people who dives into all that stuff, you think everything's bad for you and you're just stressed every time you eat. You're doing more harm than like the actual food would be doing to you anyways yeah. if there was something bad. Um, so you gotta you gotta stop that. You have to. Um, so I, I mean, I'm the same with my my lifting, just to or my my week. So um, I'm only doing th- I do three days right now of of lifting, and literally my other four. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I lift. My other four are just like walking the dog, and we do some long walks and stuff. So I'll probably get like eighteen to twenty thousand steps a day, um, which for me is like perfect. I don't need any more than that. It's not too hard to get. Um, but that's it for me. I do the same thing. I eat lunch. Generally, I just chill out, um, take a nap if I can. And again, like we're pretty lucky to have the situation we do where we're able to do that. No, not everybody can. Um, but yeah, a little nap or just like lay down with a dog or whatever. It helps me relax. Um, and then I'll usually go into work after that and, you know, coach for the, the afternoon. Um, so, you know, I have my intense intensity in the morning with my workout Rest, relax at lunch. Um, generally, I mean, I'll say work is a little more sympathetic because I am on and, and active, um, but it's not too too insane. Um, but as far as our gym goes and how we program for it, we kind of do the same thing with making sure that you know people aren't getting too sympathetic with their week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday are like our high intensity lifting days. Um, Thursday we program specifically as like a chill out day. It always has been, always will be. Um, because if we gave people like six high intensity days, people are going to take yep. six high intensity days. And for us, we like to, you know, deliver what we think works the best. And that's what it is. And it might not be the most popular thing all the time, but, you know, we stand by everything that we do like that. Um, we do yoga on Saturdays too. Um, and then on top of that, like we encourage most people to come to the gym Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday. Like that's, yeah. we set that in stone from the beginning. Like those are your important days. Um, you know, then people will ramp up according to their recovery. Like, can you recover from a fourth day after, you know, you've been coming mm-hmm. for a little while? 
Um, and people will slowly ramp up to what activity they can handle and they want to do. Um, but also just, you know, not making people feel bad for not showing up to, you know, six days a week. You know, we, we try to set the culture that the really the minimum viable dose is best for most people. Yeah, three days a week. Yeah. And then, like Will said, we literally have two, two days the opportunity for parasympathetic yes. activities. So Thursday is like a low-intensity active recovery day, and Saturday you can come to yoga. So normally if someone came, we also have like a high-intensity conditioning day on Tuesday. Tuesdays, yeah. So if someone comes to that, we recommend if you want to come Saturday, you should come to yoga. Yes. Um, you again, know, because balance. again, trying to train six days a week, well, you can't because our Thursday is kind of low intensity. Yeah. But even four, you know, more than five, four is uh, pretty tough to, to recover from. It is. So that's where you should lean more towards a yoga if you're already getting another high intensity session mm -hmm. in. Yep. And, or, and just, you know, we kind of live it by encouraging people to, you know, just go for a walk. You know, like and, and even some people will be like, man, I feel like crap and they're going to get more out of skipping the gym for the day and maybe just going for a walk or chilling out. And I know it sounds nuts to tell people not to come to the gym. And I'm not going to tell it to everybody, but some people just need to, like, chill. And it's completely okay to not have your high-intensity workout for the day if that's what you need on a given day. Um, so just, you know, know the signs and know where you need to, to give um, and give yourself a little bit of peace, basically. Mm-hmm. Peace. So, peace be with you. With that said... I think it's time to peace out. I think it is time to peace out. All right. So hopefully that makes you think a little. Drills in and in. I know we've talked about it We're before. We're going to keep drilling it until everybody is yeah. walking. That's it. Walk life. Walk life. We should get shirts made that say walk life. Mm -hmm. Hashtag walk life. Hashtag walk life. Hashtag walk tan mm. for Diego. Just go, go for a walk. The old walk tan. That's it. Get the vitamin D. You got to get the... D. All right. Well, we'll 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 uh we won't see you guys next week. We won't see you, but you'll hopefully you'll be hearing from us. You'll hear and us. And we'll have coming up. We got a couple guests coming up. Yeah, got a bunch of guests. We got uh we got Kristen Coach coming on. coming back on for the old uh, menopause. Menopause. Something that we have. Do we have one of our clients coming on? Who's about. you know success story? Mm -hmm. His name's Joe. Yep. He's, Joe, a, he's also an avid runner. We'll, so we'll talk about balancing that, managing that. That's going to be a fun one. We have uh, mental health, mental health coming up. So talking about your thoughts, actions, things like that. Before worrying about you know ex your exercise. A lot of people exercise, nutrition, supplements comes first, but in reality, your thoughts. Your brain comes first, man. Your, your brain is the big, the bigger base of all that. So yeah, that'd be a good one. It might be a little uncomfortable for people, but yep. that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, you don't have to listen to just us for the next couple weeks. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some peeps. And mm -hmm. then we're going to have Ben on sometime. Just special guest. Yeah. Let us be graced by his presence. Yeah. It's always a blessing. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.